Hello and welcome to Utecast, episode 10, recorded live here at the Sound Lab at the Brandeis School of San Francisco. This is Head of School Dan Glass with you once again exploring the Souls curriculum. This week in a heavily Dayquil-inflected state of mind, so uh, forgive me any long, strange pauses or weird digressions. I'm going to start this week, as we start every week, with a poem. Uh, This week, I thought we'd start with a poem by Adrian Rich, uh, the feminist icon, uh, woman who really came to prominence in the 60s and 70s uh, for her work as um, really exploring motherhood, which was a big part of the interest for me, uh, but also exploring... Uh, lesbian identity in poetry. Um, thought we'd start this week with a poem, the first uh, poem and the title poem from a section uh, of a book called The Dream of a Common Language, which are poems from the uh, mid-1970s. And this poem is called Not Somewhere Else But Here. Courage, her face in the leaves, the polygons of the paving, her out-of-touch courage to breathe. The death of October, spilt wine, the unbuilt house, the unmade life. Graffiti without memory, grown conventional, scrawling the least wall. God loves you, voice of the ghetto. Death of the city, her face sleeping, her quick stride, her running. Search for a private space. The city caving in from within, the lessons badly learned or not at all. The unbuilt world, this one love flowing, touching other lives, spilt love, the least wall caving, to have enough courage, the life that must be lived in terrible October, sudden immersions in yellows, streaked blood, the fast rain, faces, inscriptions, trying to teach unlearnable lessons, October, this one love, repetitions from other lives, the deaths that must be lived, denials, blank walls, our quick strides side by side, her fugue, bad air in the tunnels, voice of the ghetto, God loves you, my face pale in the window, anger is pale, the blood shrinks to the heart, the head severed, it does not pay to feel, her face, the fast rain tearing, courage to feel this, to tell of this, to be alive, trying to learn unteachable lessons. The fugue, blood in my eyes, the careful sutures ripped open, the hands that touch me. Shall it be said, I am not alone? Spilt love, seeking its level, flooding other lives that must be lived, not somewhere else but here, seeing through blood, nothing is lost. It's a beautiful poem, uh, and I thought, to start here today uh, because this short piece uh, in my um, cold, addled state of mind this week was uh, about courage in the body and quotes that piece of Adrian Rich's. Um, uh, Adrian Rich is a poet that I've uh, long really enjoyed and I actually used a piece of hers called uh, A Valediction Forbidding Morning in a project I did 
uh, 10 years ago or so, maybe not that long, uh, called the Great American Beat Jack, where um, took parts uh, and the, the meter of different poems and then sort of cross-faded them with the content of other poems, and then they, they were uh, published as a series of uh, 45s or small records uh, with the poems in spiral form um, uh, around uh, the, the center. And so the uh, Adrian Rich piece was um, done uh, cross-faded with a Muriel Ruckheiser poem called To Be a Jew in the 20th Century. Um, that was an interesting and strange poetry project uh, that I quite enjoyed. Um, so welcome again to a Dayquil-inflected edition of Yudcast. I'm afraid I've succumbed to the cold that's been flitting around our community and around my family these past weeks. In my family, all four of us have been sniffling and coughing in counterpoint to end October. Sitting in bed yesterday in a mire of phlegm, as I put it in an email to Danny Grossman at the Federation, who promptly then offered me an e-tissue, I found myself thinking about the body and how much our physical selves impact our sense of the world. Last weekend at a soccer game between two animated sides of seven- and eight-year-old girls, I witnessed the strength of this bodily filter firsthand when uh, one girl, a friend of my daughter's, was hit hard on the elbow by a ball that sailed off a powerful kick from the other team. Her Her eyes turned inward in that moment. All of us parents on the sideline remarked that she was holding it together, trying not to cry. She spent the rest of the game only halfway present, it seemed to me as much aware of the throb in her elbow as of the field and her fellows. She had a lot of courage in that moment to work through that somatic filter at all, to stay as present as she did. Sitting there yesterday, I admired that courage, lost as I was and am in this fog of aches and coughing. Courage, as I've mentioned before in the word of the week, uh, is a bodily thing. You hear it in Hebrews, omets lev, courage of the heart, in the French core of heart in our own English iteration. It speaks of the work it takes to fight through the body's fearful flight reflexes, but also the more quotidian work of trying to stay present despite pain. I'm excited for the conversations that our volunteer task force will be having about these and other meanings for courage as we look to take up courage as a potential fourth core value for our community. So with apologies for uh, illness-induced brevity, um, I'll end then uh, with, again, repeating some lines from that poem I just read. Uh, Her face, the fast rain tearing, courage to feel this, to tell of this, to be alive trying to learn unteachable lessons. And with that, I wish you all healthy weekends and courageous ones, my friends. And I look forward to being back with you uh, in a more present state of mind next week.